You're now tuned into Mikey Check Check, my check, waifu, waifu. Teliano, is that you? The winter season is here, bro. This is episode 134 of my check, waifu, waifu. As always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure you go to lucomplex.com, use that offer code waifu to save your entire cart. Make sure you write in little notes that my check sent you. Also, don'ttalkshop.com, as well as our Patreon producers. Shout out to our Patreon producers, AB and Brown. Dre to go, G, Jaleesa. Ked the pro explicitly Modique Williams and Nachi. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. Listen, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Pair Networks at coming soon. But tell, how you feeling, brother? Feeling great, man. It's, it was so much to watch, bro. So much to watch. And it started off with such a bang, bro. Such, for sure. Such a bang. I can't wait to get into some of these episodes we, we uh we're gonna be talking about today. We're gonna be talking about the start of the winter season, including some spoilers for the first episode and some stuff, but it's not gonna like spoil the fucking whole thing. Just the first episode. We're gonna talk lightly about the first episode of some shows during the winter season. Um I'm looking forward to it. How's life, brother, before we get into that? Pretty good, pretty good. I know um you wanted to know about this, but Yes sir. I started working at this gym. Yes, sir. So uh it's pretty nice. Free gym memberships for myself and my wife. Ooh. So so it's solid. Not your brother. Um, I'm, not my brother yet. Not my brother yet. You can come. You can come with me. You just True. can't come come without me. Um, <laughs> I I don't start training yet, but um, I will probably start doing that in February. I just got to make sure I get through my certification certificate and stuff like that. But excited, Ooh, bro. That's exciting, man. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to. You hopefully I can maybe hire you to be my trainer. That'd be what's up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get that five finger discount. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you get that that five toe stomp out. <laughs> I love you, bro. Uh, we, we making money over. That's a fact. That's a fact. Get that money. Um, this is my check wife wife for the anime podcast. Is brought to you every Tuesday at nine thirty a.m. EST. It's also um, where we talk about anime, anything we watching in the current season, up to date and topics. Of the sort um so the first thing i want to start off with is probably the toughest decision i've had in a very long time on which show is my episode of the week now when i say tough i don't mean like tough as in like hard to choose because it's really not that hard to choose but it's it's an internal monologue with within polo aka tajay himself saying like do i want to talk about something that is ongoing as my episode of the week or do I want to give it to a new show because it's really easy for me to give it to a new show because of what I watched okay so so let's do a couple things here right yes sir I think that the stuff that's ongoing that we normally have in our spoiler talk is generally either high quality or low quality one of these is not going to be anime of the week unless we have nothing watching nothing to watch Right. And the other one can definitely have an episode of the week easily because of what it is. <laughs> oh God, and what it did this week. My God, bro. But 
let's let's avoid Demon Slayer. Let's let's yeah, go for okay. something else. There's Thank a lot of new stuff coming this week. God so. for Mattel. <laughs> Thank God for him. I love him because you just made it easier. Okay, I'm gonna let you go first. So I'm also having a hard time with week, <laughs> but <laughs> because I watch a lot of stuff, bro. Um, Same. What about eight? Man, you both watched about eight shows. That's not that's new, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, sheesh. I'm going to go with. Goodness, because I do kind of want to. Sheesh. Tough, right? <laughs> All right. So, I feel like the, the first episode of the week for me for this week, it's not easy. But it's kind of kind of easy. Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Tokyo 24th War mm-hmm. for that first episode of the week because that that episode was it, it was nice. It yeah. was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me because that was going to be mine as well. But <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo 24th War is my episode of the week as well. Easy, easily said and done. Like it's no if 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 Demon Slayer was a choice though that ha- that would have to be it because of what it did this this week. Fucking sure. just God! I <laughs> it was funny though, Montel. It was God tier. I got chills from both of them. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Something, mm-hmm. something about the end of Tokyo Twenty Fourth War to get into it sent a shiver down my spine. I'm like, whoa, because I was shocked at how good it was. Well, and I like to say like. Without going too spoiler heavy, even though we we might go a little bit more into it later, that first episode gave us a lot of decent building in the beginning, right? Yes. They didn't they didn't jump right. They jumped right into like initially like a problem without telling us what the problem really is, right? And then let us kind of see how things develop with the characters. Um, and I really enjoyed overall just that how how they let that play out into the actual cause of the scenario. I loved the 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 actual problem that happened because that's an actual problem that people try and figure out all the time. Um, the slight spoiler, the, the train versus derailing the train and killing a bunch of people or letting the train hit one person. And there's a term um, for that. I don't, I'm gonna have to look that a turn up, turn up. It's a, it's a test, but, but What's the test people, called, though? I can, I, I'll find it. I'll find it. But that, uh, that test is hard for a lot of people because if you have to make an option or a choice, you know, either way, essentially, you people lose. feel like they're murderers. They feel like they killed someone because they didn't make an option. They didn't make a choice or they did make a choice. It's, and it's kind of hard, man. So, for example, uh, it's uh, like it's, it's based off that that test. Tell find a name for me because I would like to give that, that, that proper name of that test. But think about it like this. Someone you love dearly. OK, um, let's say your mom, your mom is on the train tracks. You have the option to either derail the train and kill 150 people. Or save your mom. To, to save your I'm sorry. To save your mom. Or let your mom die but save 150 people. So that is the dilemma that is tasked within this first episode. And sorry, it is slight spoilers. The first episode was 48 minutes. So when I saw that, when I saw that runtime, I'm like, oh, this is about to be fucking heat. Because normally when they invest 48 minutes into the first episode to do world building is heat. Tell that 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 test is called the trolley problem. That's it, the trolley problem. Fuck, man, I learned about that. So that's so crazy. That is so crazy. I learned about that a long time ago. But yeah, it's it's a it's a horrible problem to have. What made it? What 
what made the show interesting for me is when I'm looking at the, the episode title and the episode title for me is for some right, weird reason. This is a, something I never even discussed on the podcast before, but the episode title means everything to me. Like, I don't I don't know what it is, but the episode title always rings true to me when I'm watching it. Like I look for what the episode title is named. So like, mm-hmm. for, for example, 86 next episode is titled Shin. I'm concerned about that title because of the right. way 86 titled their episodes and the way the stuff go within the show. This title episode was called RGBs. I'm like, well, why is it named that? And then as you as you get to know what's going on and see the see everything gets taught to you as as well as as being established and character development just so perfectly paced throughout this entire episode, I'm like, damn, this is good. And. And I think one of the major things about that and why that makes sense that the the title of the episode means a lot is because think of a masterpiece, right? If I give you a piece of art and I name it, uh, I don't know, Red Box, but you look at it and there's no red box on it, you might be a bit more confused than anything else, right? So definitely that's understandable that the title means a lot because it, it displays the utmost layer of what you might expect or something that you need to dive a little bit more deeply into. Exactly. So that's important. That's that's why I think the title makes so much sense to to worry about. It was an incredible first episode. An incredible. Uh, some of the some of the uh CGI though was off-putting though. Like like whenever would whenever you would have your your anime character, your animated character on screen with walking towards or next to or near the CGI people, it threw me for a fucking loop. I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. It like, it fucked up my, my brain for some reason. I, I just, I couldn't stop focusing on the CGI when I should have been focused on the animated part, which is something that I, that doesn't happen too often unless it's done extremely well by, uh, un- Ufotable. Yeah, Ufotable. <laughs> like, it's, they did CGI in this episode and you un- could barely even tell. Unbeatable with that shit because it was so clean, but with this one, it was just, it was so off-putting because it was such a drastic shift between the two. And that's why normally they do either a scene with full CGI, like, you know, to, to, to build atmosphere and to get it done quickly or animate it. They don't do both combined because that shit just look weird unless it's far away Paladin and they just do both at the same time and it looks awful. Um, or Ari Ferretta. Which... Or Ari Ferretta, yeah. It's awful too. But, uh, point of mute. I think this is a, already a like a shocker this season because we gave it very little love during our preview um well like we always say and we, we've said this several times before those extended episodes those extended yes. first episodes those hour-long premiere episodes those first episodes like that yes have always proven to be some of the best content that we've gotten and, and a lot of that is because they give us time to digest everything within that time frame i look at it like them giving a fuck about establishing what's going on here because not a lot of shows do i'm gonna give you a perfect example of one one of that uh that i've also watched called orient now orient mm-hmm. is so fucking four kids wb saturday morning anime cartoon is fucking ridiculous like it is above all just a a, a saturday morning fucking anime cartoon superhero mm-hmm. naruto-esque kind of show not as good as Naruto, but am I interested in it? For some reason, yes. It's it's, so, it's extremely, extremely tactfully tacky <laughs> in every way possible. I'm telling you, when I say it, y'all, everybody our age and below, or uh, slightly older, slightly younger, would know the four kids anime was different. 
Like you had Shaman King, the early Shaman, the first run of Shaman King, Blue Dragon, uh, uh, One Piece before when it was all fucked up. But like you got these shows that it just feels like this. And this feels like one of those shows. I'm going to be a hero. I'm going to do some shit. Ugly animation. It was very, very cheap on the animation. But I like the main character. Yeah. And I like the side character as well. And I'm I'm very interested in this one because I, I enjoy Magi. I think Magi is a yeah. very interesting series and they got some great characters in there and just overall for character development. Um I agree though with everything Polo said. This is the most shonen yes. that I've seen that I've seen <laughs> this season Generic so far. Generic as hell. It's shonen as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is I almost wanted to say I believe it a couple of times. <laughs> believe it. Like, yeah, I just wanted to say that a couple of times in this Yo, episode, bro. I was ready for him to whip out a Beyblade or something or something, some kind of demon oh. from his body. <laughs> Anything like that. Like, it was, it was so just Pokemon, Digimon, just so, so that. But you know what? I'm interested. For one, because they, they show decapitation and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, they're monsters, but there was blood and everything. And I, I enjoyed that piece. He got fucked up in it. Like, he got his ass beat quite a bit, which was cool, too. Um, But I can already tell what kind of show this is. He's going to get into a fight, probably lose most of it, and come out on top somehow. But I'm interested to see where it's going because of... Power the, of friendship. Yeah, exactly. Power of friendship. Because the way they established it, though, right? Like, the Bushin and the um Oni, like, the way the world is manipulated... I'm like, damn, I'm kind of interested in this because there's never a time where we see these four kids anime where the world is, the entire world is pre-manipulated before we even get a chance to live in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they have, yeah. And and that's what I like too. Is like, is, is there a hierarchy between like the Kishin, Oni and, and the Bushin? Like, do they have to like, is the world gonna realize the pollution ain't that bad? Like, and I, what I do Aren't like about it though, they were just manipulated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what I'm what I'm interested in more or less is the fact that our main characters, our protagonists, are probably gonna be viewed as antagonists for a lot of this. Yes. Um, and to me, I love that dynamic because they are doing what's right. Facts. The world just doesn't see it that way because they don't know. And what they did that they showed very well in this episode is that the truth is hidden behind the door. <laughs> yeah, a really big fucking door. So the the world doesn't know, but are they going to be able to bring that to light? So I'm, I'm interested as well. They're they're just literally training up kids to just become slaves. <laughs> they're giving them the best treatments possible. Hey guys, you guys are awesome. Keep doing great work. You're going to graduate. Let's give you a parade to lead you into your graduation work. Yeah, we're we're dreaming to become miners. You become miners, and you know. What you, what you see and what you get, you know, it, it was actually pretty. Uh, again, it's grim. It was actually it, it could be pretty dark because the way they true. walked into that, it was like off the bat. Somebody getting eaten, devoured. Yeah, uh, it was gruesome. Actually, pretty for like <laughs> something true. that seemed so shonen esque. Yeah, it, it was it was bright colors and gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, I, it's ugly as hell though. I don't know what they did with this this animation. I didn't like it at all. Uh, very cheap. Um, but I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a few. Is it, is this one of the ones we said we was gonna give three? I think it was actually. Yeah, Funny because enough. it seems like one of those very short. I'm probably gonna finish the whole thing because I found out that it is by the creators of Magi. Mm, mm. So I'm, I'm probably gonna watch the whole thing. Uh. If I hate it, I'm gonna tell y'all every week. 
it's 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 probably gonna weigh on you because it's just so much other shit that's actually this season is a lot better than we thought it was gonna be. I know here's one that you didn't watch that I watched just to to throw a curveball at you. Teasing Master Takiyasan. It's a slice of life that is on its third season now. First two seasons are immaculate palate cleansers that are just so enjoyable, so tasteful, so fun to watch that I feel like give it a chance. If you haven't seen the first two seasons, uh, listeners out there, if you like slice of life, if you like a little bit of comedy, watch it because this is, uh, again, I talked about this show multiple times on the show before, but it's very, 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 very wholesome and nice and sweet. And it's just like, it's so funny to watch how, how oblivious he is to, to, the world around him like he doesn't still to this season three in doesn't know that she's actually crushing on him he doesn't he can't tell the difference he just think it's teasing so he's like he's it's so fun it's so fun it's a fun show to watch so teasing master uh takigi-san watch it i think it's worth it season three we'll watch the first two seasons so so quick question what's up sir have you watched i taxi no all right, so I'm halfway through I Taxi. Talk to me, and I am surprised that the intrigue I have is is very slice of life mystery esque anime. I thought this was going to be something much more stupid than what I was looking at. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm watching it because Steve yeah. recommended it. Yeah, I uh, so Scuba it. Steve, that's that's for you. Um, first of all, the intro song is hard. It's super good. It's like it's just like a, a chill chill vibe song. Mm-hmm. Uh, our main character. Is his name is Hiroshi Odokawa? Uh, cool and question. Before you get started into that, sorry, sorry, real quick. How many episodes did you watch? Uh, eight. No, I'm on seven. It's thirteen episodes. Okay. Would you say where it is right now? Did it? Does it belong in our top ten? I just have to know for. So here's the thing. It's in hard to say 10. that. It's hard to say that because I think that depending on how it ends because it's a lot of mystery and a lot hasn't been fully unraveled yet gotcha i think it could definitely break my top 10 uh for for last year okay depending on how 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 it ends yeah yeah. um be good then so it's a it's definitely like a slice of life mystery kind of kind of vibe you got going on sure um because you're really just going on going along with our our main character who's a taxi driver i don't want to spoil too much in case polo decides he want to watch it but i'm gonna finish it next week and i'll tell you all my full synopsis after that but uh yeah man i, I would definitely say from what i've seen so far it's interesting the characters are all i'm not gonna say they're all lovable but our main character becomes more and more understandable as it goes on. Mm. Like he he's a he seems like a uh an introvert, mm-hmm. but he's in a he's a taxi driver and people end up talking to him mm. and stuff just happens around him. I see. So it looks so last time I saw something highly rated on uh Annie List was the show that Moody recommended to me. Uh to Time and Galaxy. I never went back and finished it, but I was saying what do you recommend? She said I'm gonna ruin her status. Uh uh yeah. So I don't know. It looks it just looks like uh it just don't look that interesting to me personally. But maybe one day I'll pick it up. We'll see. I know one show that I, I do feel like we both watched that we also have to speak to gives us flowers to give its its flowers. To give it its flowers. Damn that was hard to say. The strongest sage with the weakest crest. 
Oh shit, I forgot to watch that. Really? No, nah, I watched it. I'm just talking oh, shit. Oh shit, yeah. Crazy. I was shocked at how good it was. This is what uh prompted the tweet was I can't wait to record because I just watched some heat at three o'clock uh, in the morning. I was not surprised. I feel like I knew this was gonna be because I hate to say it, but it's these kind of we like these titles. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's yeah. You might be right. You might be on something that I just didn't realize myself. We, we like these. We, yeah, you, you might be on something. And and there was a lot of information that was given that oh. kind of. No, I'm not saying. No, I'm not gonna say a lot of information, but there was one specific thing that really kind of made me interested, and it was something he said close to the end about how in his previous life he did something. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. And I was like, That's I, I like that because. It shows that he lived in this. He lived in this world previously, but you know he remembers his reincarnation, right. etc. But I don't want to. I don't want to give too much context. But you know, it's the first episode. Is the dude has a, a crest, right? There's four crests in this world, uh, and they give the they, they give this one crest, the crest of glory that everyone has. Essentially, we find out more or less that the crests are all optimized for different things. And our protagonist, he wanted the crest that was best suited for combat. Um, and that's the fourth crest, which they call the crest of failure. So they call it the weakest crest, but we're starting to see that it might not actually be that depending on, you know, the circumstances. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this first episode, bro. Um, it was incredible. Yeah, it was, um, it's, it's literally another world that was manipulated. This, um, this gives you, okay. This is one of those shows that didn't have the, the benefit of being 40 minutes but with that being said it still spun its world building well enough to you for you to understand it without it feel, feeling tacky or tacked on like for instance orient orient did exactly they when they told the story of the world it was real tacky and corny and like, again super four kids e like they do with some narr- either some narrator talking it or some mm-hmm. teacher explaining to you what the world is about oh let me teach you about this these motherfuckers are minors they shouldn't they don't need to be learning about this shit but you know i digress it, it did do it well enough to where we can figure out just enough about the world while them still explaining a lot of it to us that still felt natural enough very dope main character i love how he's just how he's like how he's like he just comes into himself naturally like when he meets the girl you know what i'm saying he's like wow she's beautiful and then he gets nervous and then you can see that she's clearly nervous for the same reason but he's like they're they're both oblivious to the fact that they like each other and i think that's adorable as always in the anime but what i do find interesting is what you explained earlier and that's things aren't aren't always as they seem because in this particular situation what we come to find out towards the end of the anime, uh, slight spoilers for episode one, go watch it. It's just episode one, but that basically the demons are the ones controlling this entire method of either learning or living. So what people call the crest of failure or the weakest crest is the polar opposite. Does that mean it's the polar opposite for the ones who have the quote unquote glory quest crest? I think so. I think that just means that their crest is just average and people with the weakest, weakest crest, quote unquote, I'm doing quotes in the video version of the podcast. It means that, you know, they're actually really strong. So I like that. I like that concept of it and how, how it's being done already. And it's going to have great action. It looks like 
Arnold's also, ghost style. True. Um, the funny thing is, is that this is actually the episode that made me question if I was going to put Tokyo 24th Ward as my episode of the week. Me uh, too. <laughs> me too, bro. Because, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it was better than Tokyo 24th no, no. Ward in this episode. I think if it had a 40 minute episode, 45 minute episode like Tokyo 24th Ward, it could have been on that level. Potential. Yeah. But, but Tokyo 24th Ward had that 40 minute episode with the, the benefit of that. It's hard to put you know, this one on that level. But yeah. it still was a, a great introductory episode because we got a lot done in that yes. time frame. They didn't they didn't waste our time yes. at all. Yes. There were there were no meaningless conversations, uh no meaningless paragraphs or or monologues from stuff that we didn't care about. Speaking. It got straight to telling us what's going on and how things are happening through our characters' eyes. So Talk I thought this was more. a great great beginning episode. Absolutely. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yo, Polo. What's up, Tell? I mean, if you have a business, you need a website, right? Absolutely. And what's the best way to get a website up and running? By using the right hosting company. Right, and one that makes it simple like Pair Networks. Pair has over 20 years of experience managing the entire digital ecosystem for thousands of online businesses already all around the world. That's awesome. We've been using Pair for the last three years. Pair makes it easier for you with do-it-yourself website building tools and features including simple drag-and-drop page design. They also offer guaranteed U.S. support technicians ready to help you whenever you need it, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. And right now, when you sign up with Pair Networks, you'll receive one free month of web hosting. See for yourself how easy it is to build your website for free. Visit pair.com slash free to get your first month of website hosting for free by using the code QUICKSTART. You can't be free. That's pair.com slash free. Promo code QUICKSTART to get started today. Um, Real quick, before we move on to the last two that we both watched, I believe. I believe it's the last two outside of our usual current watches from last from fall. Uh, I, I watched Attack on Titan, obviously. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe I should save this for last, but I'm going I'm to do it now. I watched Attack on Titan. Uh, the internet, of course, was acting a fucking fool. because the disappointment. Oh, they were disappointed on the internet? No, I'm talking about you. Oh, yeah, the disappointment. In, yeah, I think it's because I read it. And because I read it, I think this is what I wanted to talk about. I think because I read it, if I did not read it, I would have enjoyed this so much more. And that's because of what I've watched building up to this. I'm like, this is actually really fucking cool. What's about to happen? What's going on? I wouldn't know what's going on. But because I know the end game, it's like, well, I'm watching this shit like, oh, nope. You have no idea. Nope. Wrong, 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 wrong. And I'm just sitting there like I'm not I'm not interested. I'm not invested. I don't give a fuck about anybody. Don't give a fuck about uh what's her name? The Ackerman, Mikasa. I don't care about Armin. Never cared about Armin though. That that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Don't give a fuck about Aaron anymore. Um Levi can give a fuck less about it. What's crazy is I used to love these people. I used to love them when I just watched it. But reading it really set me on a path of like, this shit is mad decent. And by mad decent, I mean it's kind of okay. And at one point, this show is going to be in my top 10. And I know, I know, Twitter, listen, but, listen, uh, Twitter, at Polo Born Fly. Okay. You can add me all you want. Attack on Titan is not as great as y'all make it seem. Now, let me, let me put all of Polo's cap to rest because he just capped his whole way through that. Um, 
while while I believe that you may feel that way because you may feel that way right now because you you read the manga and you feel I almost like detached from everything now because you kind of know where things are going. When I, I remember before you started reading reading it and we watched the first half of this final season, there was a lot of shit you didn't give a fuck about. That's true. And you hadn't read point. it. That's a valid. Point. You hadn't read it. You was at a point where a lot of these characters you just didn't give a fuck and you didn't care. That's valid. So I don't think it's the fact that it's getting bad um, from this point forward or anything like that. I just or not 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 that you read it. I think it, it's probably just not holding up. And mm. and I I say some of that is visually, and some of that is yeah, awful. <laughs> I don't think it's all awful, I, but the, I, the Titans, and I think specifically Aaron's Titan looks the worst. Right, like, <laughs> it so it's bad. so bad. Like how does the 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 the, the cart Titan and well, the armor Titan looks good, but the cart Titan animation wise for it specifically is not like this CGI three mess of like parts. Whereas Aaron is now. Back to the actual contextual things we're talking about. Sorry, um, I don't think that you dislike this because of Me reading. you reading it. I think that it's just the fact that after the buildup, you you've fallen out of love with the series. Mm. That's what that's what I think. Um, because I also think that if this had came out back to back, because this didn't need to be a ten year long run for this series. You know, That's this could have been this could have been four or five years, and we've been done. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's truly not written well enough to be a ten year gap. I, I yeah, know, yeah. You might you were, you were absolutely right about that. I listen to you. I'm about to I'm about to get so much fucking hate. Don't listen. Just whatever. You, don't rate the podcast bad because of my tight take on Attack on Titan. This shit just is not that good. Maybe I felt that way at the beginning of season four because I do remember feeling that way. I'm like, I don't really care. I don't really care. I think it was cool after the Aaron. Like, was it? it yeah, it was after the, the Warhammer Aaron, thing. Yeah, it was. It was that when that happened. I'm like, okay, this kind of cool. But then after that, it fell right back off again. And, but, and the thing, the thing is, is like I love Aaron Yeager. I think Aaron Yeager he's is. Fine. Well, I think I think the issues I have with Aaron Yeager all reside within those like last that last chapter. Hmm. Like it to me that last chapter undid a lot of the the care I had for him. I see. Uh, but like leading up to it, like I thought his resolve and ambition was so much different, cleaner. It was. I don't know. Maybe because it, it wasn't. It's just dropped expectations. Facts. And now, l- listen. Let me clarify something. Yes, it's not your typical show, right? Where it's your main character has these ambitions and he goes after these ambitions with such a mad dream and, and just enthusiasm about it. Yeah, I, we know that. We know that that's the typical shit, but this still just did not execute on what it was for who he is well enough. That goes into and his, his character transition. His character transition wasn't, it was, it was given, not earned. I think that's the best way. It was just given to him. He didn't earn this fucking transition. It just kind of, huh. and it didn't, it didn't feel good. It, it don't feel good. Uh, uh, yeah, this one, I don't, I just, I know people are probably, probably turned off the podcast right now by hearing these takes, but that's okay. I, I'm sorry. The shit was not that great. And just, again, I feel like I thought it was because I read it that made me feel this way, but I was starting to feel this way eventually. But my thought is why the fuck did I read it 
even if I was starting to feel that way. Like, I still haven't even picked up my hero, and I know that's going to be better than this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know reading my hero is going to be so much better than Attack on Titan, and I haven't even picked that up yet. I was like, but I picked this up and just read it all. And I read it all in one day. <laughs> like, from the part one of season of the final season, from there on to the end, I read it all. Why have I done that with this, but not with my hero? I don't know. Maybe I don't want to rule. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe reading My Hero will make it better for me than watching it, but maybe I just got, I'm, it's FOMO. I'm scared. I don't want to read definitely, I, I definitely think My Hero is a better read. Yeah, I don't want to read it and then I'll be like, oh. And then now when I'm watching it, I'm really not enjoying it because I fucking read it. So I don't know. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. If you could smell what I'm cooking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> next. <laughs> All right. What's up? I really sure we built the kingdom. My goodness, man. It came back swinging, bro. It's back Our like boy. it never left. My boy Soma. <laughs> we can't Kazuya get into Soma. this though because this is a part two of a season one. So we can't go into too many spoilers because people yeah, I'm not, know what I'm talking about. I don't want to spoil it, but his energy. It's energy, bro. He. The way he treated that prince. Yes, he brought that shit, man. Listen. Gold, bro. You want to talk you wanna talk about a man character that's quality, bro? King Soma is quality. Okay. His his circle, the way he interact with the circle, quality. Now, you're not gonna get the action you want. Okay. You know and they I mean? kind of showed that in this episode too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't get top tier conversation though, and this was fucking epic. Everything about it was so so good. How to realize here rebuild the kingdom was another one that shocked us. What two years? What a year ago? It was it was last year. Last year, wow, incredible show. Anything else to add to that though? No, that was a great that was a great show. Um, I got I got other stuff I watched too. Talk to me. All right, in the land of Lido, yes sir. So this was my sleeper, mm-hmm. um, my chosen sleeper. I'm not disappointed in it. No, we, we <laughs> yes, it's good. I think this is one of the better sleepers I've chosen. <laughs> yes, it's really so good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna ride this fucking train to the wheels come on. <laughs> oh my god, it's so it's actually good. It's so inj- it, again palate cleanser, bro. It's it's funny, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying like ha ha he he right, funny, right. but it's like the kind of the kind of humor where you like get a little chuckle, but yeah. it's still like a, a, a decently compelling story. Like finding out about how our uh, our main character how she ended up in predicament, yeah. what may have happened because we don't even fully know. Exactly. We we know what, what we know what happened based on certain information, but we don't know fully the full context. Like what happened, we know what she know. Hmm. And um, just overall, we know that she, <laughs> her main persona is seen as a as a, a hundred centuries, three century year old witch, <laughs> <laughs> an evil one, evil witch. <laughs> but she she don't come off that way. So I mean, it's just she has some really a lot of really cool interactions in this in this episode, this first episode. So, so I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and I, I was thoroughly surprised. I'm glad I chose this one. Yeah, me too, man. Because I'm like, you know what? Cause this is when I probably wouldn't have picked up if you didn't choose it, obviously. Because I'm just looking at it and looking at the name, I'm not interested. You know what I'm saying? But in in all, watching it, 
it turned out to be I had this fucking smile on my face. It's like, oh yeah, it's nice. You know, this is this is nice. Right. You know, like just just a, a, a like a an organic smile that of me just enjoying a show. It's I an easy going easy kind. Yes. Yes. It's so easy going. And it, it was it was a treat. It was a treat to watch. Um, unlike some other shows. All right, bro. That's it, man. Is that you got something else? You did. You did have something else. Yeah, it's it's not as good. It's a it's a how it's Miss Kurutsu from the Monster Development Department. Yes. Um, not a bad, not necessarily a bad anime. It's just a strictly comedy anime. Mm. Uh, they are basically it's a villain organization who's making monsters to fight against the heroes. Mm. So every week, or what I'm assuming is like it's almost like monster. We were to making a new monster to fight the heroes. Um, this first episode, within the first few minutes. Our main character gets uh, hit with a monster that she's not prepared for with a slap together 10 minute presentation that they put, just put together 10 minutes ago. And the monster that they are going to fight the strongest hero with is called Nessie. It's um, Nessuo. Okay. And it looks like Nessie the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> but it's, its head is actually like, it's like a costume. Like imagine a T-Rex costume. Mm-hmm. But it's a long extended head shaped like a dick, and oh then you see a, a you see a you see a face poking out um, like a human face, and they're yeah. supposed to make the hero think that he's not strong, and then as the damage is taken, it it resists all of previous damage it took. So if you use the sword on it, the sword will never hurt it again after that. Which I was like, oh, okay, so it's a pretty strong monster. But as soon as the presentation is done, the strongest villain in the room says, do you have the funding to make this monster? And they say no. And it's crap. What the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? Um, So this is a show with an average score of 58% on Atlas. You didn't watch Combatants Will Be Dispatched. No, hell no. Um. It, it seems like up that alley, but better, like funnier. Okay. Like combatants, combatants will be dispatched. Was not funny. It was very, very poor taste in general. But I this see. one is, it's funnier. I'm not saying it's hilarious, but it's funnier. It's not funnier than um, Oops, I'm a spider. Um, so what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is this is this is better than combatants will be dispatched for sure. I see. Interesting. All right. With that, I hope you guys enjoyed that quick little roundup of uh, winter week one, proper winter anime season week one, even though we've been in winter for a while now, even though in Texas, it definitely don't feel like it. Uh, But next week is a lot more shows that we're going to be hitting y'all with. So come prepare for that. A lot more episode ones for the winter season that we're going to discuss and talk about our favorites. I will say this in, in this particular order, Tokyo 24th Award. The uh, Sage with the week, uh, Sage strongest Sage with the weakest crest, number two. Um, uh, the inner land of Lee Dell, number three. And this is not counting how to release here, Rebuild the Kingdom Part Two, obviously, because that's a continuation. Um, and then Orient so far. Obviously, I'm going to put teasing Master Taki Yusan above Orient, but in yeah. it, in the land of detail. But in the terms of what we both watch, that's where I'm going to go with that. Now it's time to get to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu. 
as always, this is what part of the podcast where you get to know us a little bit better, personal-wise or anime-wise. It's where one of our hosts rolls a random number generator and the other reads a question associated with that number, and we get to know us a little bit better. Tell, what is the number this week? Uh, how many questions do you have? 58? Sorry. Yes. 52. 52. My bad. My bad. And I promise Tell going to get his mic etiquette right. My bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, 41. What's the longest you've gone without sleep? Uh, when my wife went to boot camp, I think I did not sleep for like three days. Uh, yeah, I think three seventy-two hours is mine because I had a twenty-four hour stream. That twenty-four hour stream ran like raised like a thousand dollars for no reason. They just I just got donated like a thousand dollars, and I didn't want it to stop, so I was going. And next thing you know, it was two days. It wasn't a full two days straight, but it was it was like eventually two days on and off. Like it was I got off, took a shower, ate some food, got back on again and it was going for another. So about three days as well for me was the longest. It was a great stream, though. Great stream. I'll never forget it. All right. And when we come back, we're going to talk some spoilers for Demon Slayer and Platinum Man. So. Be, please be excited for that. We'll be right back after these.
We got it. And welcome back to episode 134 of My Check Waifu Waifu. Uh, this is the part of the show where we spoil shows that, you know, you may have not watched. The popular ones, though. We're starting off with Platinum Man real quick because I just want to say the shit was still bad. First and foremost, it was still so terrible. And I must say, I saw a lot of people on Twitter. I saw one person on Twitter say this was a better episode. And I'm like, but where? You know, we must not be watching the same thing. We can't be watching the same thing. There's absolutely no way. This is probably the worst one of the last four, to be 100% honest with you, because we got some ex- explanations, okay? And these explanations have to be the most illogical, irrational. How do you not even write a cycle right? It's just, it don't, nothing about it was good. Metro, Metro Boomin's reasoning for his actions are dumb. His classes. Yes, he's classes for why? Because you killed your little sister? Because you have a sister complex? I think it's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. I just want to say that. His his classism it is almost disgusting. It made me it made me kind of think this is why their family has white hair and white eyes and shit. Cause y'all, y'all be embryoing. You got an infatuation with your sister, and you saudy because you killed your sister. Because of your you saudy because you killed your sister because she is fourteen years old and someone asked her out. They they like her. You didn't even take the time to figure out. It. Maybe this guy's on the same level as y'all. Maybe he's a rich fourteen year old asshole as you, just like you. And your sister won't be right. tainted or whatever. Whatever your class's decision is or, or BS is, um, it, it was really just not. It wasn't, it wasn't even like a good exploit. Like, it wasn't even like a reasonable thing to go from one extreme to the next. And, and what also bothered me is that so our, our character sets this rule where they're not going to dodge each other anymore. They're going to fight head to head and shoot their arrows at each other. Dumbest shit. Why would Metro Boomin agree to that? Yes. That bothered me in, entirely. <laughs> like, he never has played by these rules from the beginning. And the fact that they kept bro. saying, oh they God, kept bro. telling him, why would we trust you? And I don't understand why he's doing it. Like, come on, bro. bro the, for the past four episodes before this one, Metro talked about, why would I play fair? That that was his. He said that four times in four different episodes. Why would I play fair? I'm not going to play fair. I'm not going to play fair. There's no reason to be honest about this shit. I'm trying to become God, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to do it. So why the fuck would you trust him to do something like this in the first place? So with that thought in mind, I'm like another illogical decision by a shitty protagonist in this shitty world with absolutely shitty characters. I was blown the fuck back because I'm so glad you mentioned that because I was thinking the same fucking thing. I'm like the characterizations of these people are so fucking stupid, like and inconsistent. And, and yes, man. Like it would be different if he was under the effect of a red arrow, which that would then give us some cause. But I'm even thinking like with how the red arrow affects people. If they shoot him with a red arrow and tell him to kill himself, he's not going to do it because his mind. Like th- we've seen that the red arrow doesn't affect certain people who have like a certain psychological like like fortitude almost right it affects them but they've been able to like stave off like instincts and whatnot he is so like head like deep into that whole personality that his class or his level because of his financial standings and where he's lived he wouldn't kill himself that some some poor dude told him to do that why the fuck would i do that it's a waste of time bro this 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 the, the characterization the way they've they've developed these characters and then how they did this episode this was a bad episode it was a real um, bad episode they 
we need to go ahead and get our, our critique episodes, not our critique, our critique parts on our website up because yes. <laughs> we need a we need an official rating. We we, <laughs> we we about to be the Rotten Tomatoes anime, but better. Yes, let's go. That'll be that. That's the goal right there. We need to do that because I don't. Again, man, there's nothing, absolutely nothing redeeming about this episode whatsoever. The fact that we got the reason why his sister is dead being the reason why his sisters are dead, which which led to this decision to become this egotistical psychopath that turns into a pure classes because he killed his sister because someone else wanted to date her because you can't keep her to yourself it's so fucking just weird it's just it doesn't even like it's not even weird in the sense of anime weird like right like you have some anime weird shit where you have shit like i don't know anime weird shit uh where the 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 cousin quote-unquote fell in love with the, the cousin quote-unquote but they're not blood related that's anime weird shit that's always and forever will be weird to me this is just grossly just horrible and it's like the writer said you know what i can't find a reason for him to have this motivation so let me give him a sister complex what it was bad it was real bad it didn't make sense show show was terrible um reasoning is stupid I can't wait till it's over because I just want to be done with it. Um, 10 more, 11 more episodes. 11 of. <laughs> <sighs> Dude, and it looks so. It, I don't know why the animation just turned to even worse shit than it was. It, it, it's, you it's know, the, the, one, the one part I did like in terms of animation specifically was, and I, I hate to say it, but the way they did when he dropped his sister and her eyes went from like full of life to dull yeah. and duller and duller that was the only enjoyable part because and i'm not saying enjoyable in terms of like i like to see her die i'm saying it was enjoyable in the aspect that they animated that part well right 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 yeah so but other than that like the entirety of the episode was just like Ugly. average yeah in sound, terms of visual i will say they do get sound right yeah the they, sound, but the sound has always been intense in this yeah yeah all right let's move on to something that matters Demon Slayer, bro. Holy Fire. shit. Quite literally. My God, bro. This I just I just so much I want to just say. There's so much I want to say. From the way it can like the, the pacing of it so far past episode, whatever fuck it was four on has been perfect, bro. It's just yeah. continuing the fucking greatness. And the way it's progressing between this fight and the way it happened was so just lovely man I don't know where to start bro okay Tanjiro uh, continuing his fight it's not going his way but then we, we learned that the, sa- the sash belt whatever fuck her kimono belt is coming back to her which obviously turns her into her full demon self now she was right. a demon before this you mean to tell me she's even more of a demon than she was before yes she absolutely is she's a fucking demon a true absolute demon that is crazy for one what's up with the women in the show why are they all so bad <laughs> oh man i think they all just built different <laughs> quite literally <laughs> Listen, um, man, this, is, this episode was incredible from okay so from the fight where they finally catch up and she gets her fucking sashes back and to this regular 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 ass human decide you know what are y'all doing? Is y'all making too much noise? Like, 
motherfucking buildings wouldn't get destroyed before that. But I digress. He come out after the 16th building was destroyed and had enough finally, I guess. <laughs> and said, y'all got to stop this shit. What are you doing with that sword? We're not going to have this in this district. He makes the dumbest move of his life. The demon says, who the fuck are you talking to? She makes her move and decided to destroy everything on both sides of the street. So no curveball for them. Then <laughs> our boy Tanjiro does what he can to protect the guy. The guy gets his arm cut off, but beautiful. It was so idiot. beautiful. <laughs> it was so, so, so well done. The can he get idiot. a doofus button? Yes, yes, yes. He sure can. Because <laughs> it was really, really stupid. Really, really stupid for him to do that. When he's finally out there and he the, the destruction that this demon causes literally sends Tanjiro into a full-fledged demon mode which was incredible and, and it wasn't like what, what I thought was so dope is it wasn't like a demon rage like he wasn't yes. raging yes. he was more like in a fully logical like fully I have to act now kind yes. of kind of mind which was incredible right because the way he the way he initiated it or the way we found out he initiated is by not breathing the entire time that he was full demon mode he did not breathe that entire time during when he was fighting her and we didn't find that out until we get word from Nezuko like yo Tanjiro breathe 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 brother and how they did that too because like even that like little slight flashback before they actually did that because they 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 said something about when you and sister get mad you're very scary yep and that's kind of like when he kind of sinks into that he's not breathing anymore he's just moving he's just fighting mm-hmm. and it was like think of a supercomputer that's kind of like what he was he's was a fighting supercomputer at that yes. point like where all he knows is how to do is fight and he was moving so efficiently um he's like this is like, moving awfully slow huh and he was talking yeah. so calmly that like the voice actor dude it was the monologue the inner monologue was amazing oh the, the voice actor was so zen during this the most hectic of times that I was just I was in the zone. I was in the zone. I'm like, oh shit. I was in the And the music was good. <laughs> yes. yes. I was watching it with Malik on on Discord and he was just like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Because we felt like we wanted to whisper because it was just that intense and that just it was just yes. like you couldn't even a, a, approach it without like wanting to like fucking shout. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was blown back. I was blown back by the entire uh, sequence of events so when he's attacking her he literally almost killed her when he slashed and his sash came up and he's like oh it's too soft hmm, I can't cut it when it's this soft and he's just still talking calmly and shit I'm like what the fuck is this show it's incredible uh, then she's like yo you know what you tripping bro you're not about to kill me I'm gonna show you what was really go down and she started popping off but that's when we get the call from Nezuko to yo chill the fuck out but even then though right like when she was like popping off she didn't pop off no, no, no. on Tanjiro like for real mm-hmm. because they went to a different building and she was like attacking him with like she she did this like omni slash where it was supposed to be all of her ribbons cutting him down yep. and they like all come down on him but what he does is he kind of like parries them all to the same side yep. without her noticing just like he's like slashing she thinks he's just slashing like hopefully not cutting through them for a change um, and, and then pins all her sashes down, dabs them in the ground, and he just, you know, Kamikagura at her. Chills. And he cutting the ribbons up, and all the ribbons, and all the ribbons just get cut to, like, basically, she looked like uh, Doc Ock at this <laughs> point, because her, 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 uh, her ribbons don't go out as far anymore. Right. 
And as soon as he's like close enough to get ready to cut her neck, because he's not breathing, he has goes into that that fit of trying to catch his breath. Where essentially he's hyperventilating now because he he wasn't breathing. Yeah, and even that's before when, that though, the moment he started talking and we, he was telling her like why this was like kind of at the beginning, right? When he started talking mm-hmm. like yo, why did all these people have to die? What's fuck was wrong with you? You tripping? You crazy? When he started yeah. talking like that and she started getting those shivers because. It, uh, from Muzin's memories It was from his fucking dad bro I nearly lost my shit When I saw that flashback It was amazing I'm like yo his dad was this great What the fuck This is what we asked My Hero Academia for When they did flashbacks Yes bro Give us, give us good flashbacks Not that bullshit you be trying to feed us Just dips Just a little dip Now when um, Nezuko popped up though bro. Nezuko popped up and popped out <laughs> Kicked her fucking half of her head off. Oh my Jeez. god, it was so incredible. So she was pissed. Obviously, Nezuko was mad because her brother wasn't breathing. She realizes that she came into his rescue and saved his fucking life. But then, after that, she gets fucked up. She gets absolutely demolished. Literally, on legs her, cut off, legs, and then cut in half and thrown into a fucking building. Like back up, bitch. And then, <laughs> and then after that happens, she. Gets up and the, the girl is in her monologue and like, oh, you know, you're just some half demon. You're not a proper demon. You can't regenerate as fast as we. And then, lo and behold, guess what? She rendered, she regenerated just as fast. With that, you piss Nezuko off. When Nezuko gets pissed off, apparently when her uh, uh, fucking bamboo bamboo mouth guard breaks, she turns into a de- wait. That's redundant. A demon or demon. <laughs> a demon or demon. <laughs> She's even more of a demon. And literally grew like grew up, apparently. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything just in case I don't, grew up. I don't know how old she is, so I'm not gonna say anything inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But she grew up and just Body bag was was off. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was she was yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she popped off <laughs> She popped off. And when she popped off, I'd never been so excited to see Nezuko like Oh, dude! Again, sound design in this show incredible. When she zip zoomed, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess zip zap zoom. <laughs> yeah, she all, did of all of it. When she went towards her, I'm like, "What the fuck? My gosh!" And then the villain's inner monologue is incredible. Now, also, don't let Polo just hype up the sound design in this anime because the animation was amazing too. Like this episode was a ten out of ten animation on all fronts. Come on, man! Like <laughs> unbelievably beautiful. On, on all fronts bro Absolutely. it was like because there was like like and this is one of those things where i said there was a slight cgi moment where they did a turn for uh tandra or actually it was i think it was just the demon girl where they did a cgi turn for her specifically yes. and it did not look out of place it did not look bad and this is what we keep talking about we hate bad CGI yeah, so much, but it, it can it can be done well. And Ufotable and this Demon Slayer anime, they be, they hit it hit the mark with this CGI so much better. And they don't overutilize it at all. Yes, they only utilize it for specific camera angles that add a dynamic to the to the to the fight or the animation that yes. is intense. And it it's blends. beautiful. They blend it. It's it's almost one for one when it comes to what it is. Like you said, they literally do it specifically for camera angles. Now I know that it's that one guy out there that says, "But it's an anime. It doesn't have a camera." Shut up! It does. It's definitely camera angles in anime, but they do it specifically for certain camera angles and rotations that you cannot get in normal to the animations that are so special. Uh, JJK did it well. Mappa did it well with JJK at some points where they made it CGI, but the way they did it was to do. 
camera angles and rotations around shit and to camera focus on specific body parts instead of the people itself. It's an incredible tactic that's used in animated. I think deserves way more praise than it gets because this shit is incredible. It's impeccable. It's almost not almost. It's perfect. It's literally the perfect blend between the two. Mm-hmm. And I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, so after that, towards the end of the episode, um, in those cases, Anetsu and uh, Tengi, whatever fucking name is, Honestly. yeah, comes out of the hole, and they make their way towards the the, the fray, if you will. And now this is where the shit pop off, because we get to see a Hashira go against this demon. And from the looks of it. He's going to whoop her ass. From the looks of it, it just looks like he's going to beat her ass from what we saw from Tanjiro. Or, or maybe what Tanjiro did was just that special. Which do you think? I, I, I think there's a combination of that, right? Mm. Because I think what Tanjiro did is very special. Just that special, okay. Because uh, we do know it's the original fighting style. And one of the things that she said was that when she cut, he cut her ribbons that she felt a burning that she normally shouldn't be feeling yeah. from being cut, right? It's just a cut. It should be done. And she couldn't regenerate from it. Mm-hmm. So I do think that this is definitely something special that he did, um, that he was able to even fight an upper six uh, in general. Right. Now, going forward, I think Tengen is going to do some, going to pop off too and do his own thing. But I don't know the extent of this, and I don't know how crazy this is gonna get. Me either. You know, worst come to worst, we we might get some demon train stuff where another upper six pop up. Mm. I, I don't necessarily want that, but I mean, it could happen. You're it happened in the, right. in the movie. You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Wow, which would be crazy because yeah, she's like she's lightweight getting her ass stomped. I'm gonna be honest with you. As a number six, she's lightweight getting her ass whooped, and not in the sense of she's losing the fight, because she's most certainly not, right? Look at Tanjiro, look at where we are now. But mm-hmm. you they put the pause on her. Like they actually put the pause on her. Nezuko came through and was fucking her head up, <laughs> quite literally. And like <laughs> <laughs> it, there's there's some shit that, that's going on. It was like, oh, she she kinda not, she don't got that feeling at that uh was it lower third, that lower third hat. Um so, what's up? Here here's my overall fear. Mm. Is that we we did we just they just did all this training, and it's gonna make Zenitsu and Os Inosuke still seem completely underpowered. F- fodder, like yeah. like like they shouldn't even be here. Mm. Yeah, like like what are they gonna do? Right, like they're not gonna help. Because it seems it seems demon slayers and demons only shoot the fair ones for some weird reason. And it, doesn't it seem like that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So. Uh, either they get separated and some other demons that come out and play and they got to deal with that they deal with on their own or they just do nothing. They just sit there and talk about what the hell they're seeing or not seeing in this case because you ain't going to be able to see the motherfuckers attacking because it's going to be too fast. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. So I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. This is why I'm so thankful that we didn't like go ahead and say, oh, let's read it. No, fuck that. This is this is one that this show, this podcast will forever Enjoy from mm-hmm. the viewing experience because this is what started the show. So we got to keep it that sure. way. And it's and I think it's been a special thing to talk about every week. And I'm gonna tell you what we gonna talk about it next week, and we are gonna love it and we are gonna enjoy it. Tell, love you, bro. I love you too, bro. Let's wrap this episode up. 
All right, we just finished talking about how we love each other and Demon Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> and all the greatness that it actually provides for us in this week to week context and, you know, these three years of this anime podcast. We also finished talking about Platinum Man and how we don't really like it and how it com- continues to provide context in this week to week anime. Right. We also had a break, and on our break, we got to know Mike Check Waifu Waifu and asked, When was the longest you've been without sleep? Let us know when was the longest you've been without sleep, and you know, how'd you feel afterwards? Did you go, did you KO for like two days straight after right. that? Let us know. Uh, so, the anime that we talked about, we watched a lot of new stuff from this anime season. I watched Monster Development Department. Uh, we both watched Realist Hero Season 2, Attack on Titan, The Strongest Stage with the Weakest Crest, which is one of our bangers that was probably going to come out of this season. Um, I also watched I Taxi. Next week, I'll give you the full synopsis on that. Um, Polo watched Teasing Master Takagaki Sign Season 3. I've seen a lot of people actually picking that up so far. So let us know um, what you think about that one. We also watched Orient, the most shonen of shonen that we got so far for this season. It's very shonen-y. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, and then our episode of the week and one of our favorite ones, The Trolley Problem, Tokyo 24th War. Let us know what you think about that one too because that, that's probably going to stick around for a while. Um, but yeah, that's been episode 134 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. I'm at Polo Born Fly on all social media. I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Check. You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.